Hello, friends. I am starting a new little podcast series. This is just a little intro episode about it, sharing what each episode will look like and then the goal behind the series. So it will be called 10 Minute Truth, TMT, because I'm a sucker for nicknames. I know if you've listened to any of my podcast episodes, you're asking yourself, will it really only be 10 minutes? Come on, Maddie. We know you. To which I answer, maybe it will turn into 20-minute truth or 30-minute truth. But that is the glorious part about the T in TMT. It works for any of those. I really wanted to name it 12-minute truth. Maybe I still will. That's another random thing about me. I am so random with numbers. I don't really notice it until people point it out to me, but I'm totally someone that will be like, I'll be there to pick you up at 517 or 612. Alas, back to your original question that you didn't ask the length of these episodes. I do hope to keep the episodes short. So I am, I will be aiming for 10 minutes, 10-ish minutes. So here is what each episode will look like. I'll start out reading a passage from the Bible. Then I'll share a few thoughts on the passage, whether something God showed me or something I learned from someone else or a commentary. Then I'll ask a question for you to ponder and pray about throughout the day or week. And I'll leave you with a challenge or action for the week because we don't just want to be hearers of the word, but doers of the word, as James tells us. And your girl has activator in her top five Clifton strengths, so I quite literally cannot help myself. So the goal of these episodes is to be a space where you can hear the scriptures read aloud throughout your day, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, and be encouraged to ponder and meditate on them, where you can listen to God's words on your way to work while doing the dishes, getting ready for the day, or while on the ground playing with your kids. Why? Because saturating our lives in God's word is one of the most important things you should do as a Christian, saturating your life with God's word is of the utmost importance. God's word is one of the primary ways God speaks to us. And if you're longing to hear God speak to you, he has through his word, the Bible, that is God speaking to us. God's word tells us in Isaiah 55 10 that his word, the Bible, does not return void or empty. Isaiah 55 10 says, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. What this is saying is God's word will change you. God's word will accomplish that which he purposed, as God said in verse 11. That's so encouraging to me. Even during those days that I maybe didn't feel like God's word changed me or I feel like I didn't have a huge revelation or I didn't leave super refreshed, I can be confident that it is accomplishing what God wants it to, that God's word is doing something, is transforming, is changing me. So whether that is you reading your Bible or you hearing someone speak scripture on a podcast, or you reading scripture on a piece of art on the wall, or on a note card taped up, you hearing scripture in a song, God's word does not return void. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. God's word is alive and active. This book is alive and has power. It is not just a mere book. This book discerns the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And oofta, have I felt that and experienced that. 2 Timothy 3.17 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. 
All of scripture is the living God's actual words. His word teaches us, rebukes us, corrects us, and trains us in righteousness, equipping us for the good works he has prepared for us to do. Psalm 19, 7 through 11 says, The law of the Lord, his word, is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. We have been given God's actual words. And we are promised that they will guide us and transform us and revive us and refresh us. Why would we not take that seriously? We must, we must rely on his word. We must saturate our lives with his word. We are told time and time again to meditate on God's word in his word. Hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against him, his word says. Not only that, but it revives the soul, brings peace, comfort, joy, freedom, And it brings those things because we have those things in Jesus Christ. There's a quote by John Bunyan. I think I've said it on the podcast multiple times, but it says, this book, the Bible will keep you from sin and sin will keep you from this book. We got to fight like heck to saturate our lives in God's word. We gotta fight for it. And we gotta keep reminding each other to fight for it when our flesh, when sin wants to keep us from this book, our flesh wants to keep us from this book. We gotta fight for it. I think of steeping our lives in scripture. My husband loves tea and has got me on the tea kick the last year or so. And um, when you put the tea bag into hot water, it's called steeping it. And so I think about this analogy in two different ways. The first way is, and if you could see me right now, I'm like full on doing it. Um, But the first way is imagining that the water is our lives, is us, and the tea bag is God and his word. And so, you know, if you put the tea bag in the water, you know, if you put it in there for just a little bit, some flavor will come out into the water. You'll probably have a pretty bland tea. But the more that you steep, and the the more that you steep the tea bag into the water, the more flavor that you see coming out of the tea bag, the more flavorful the water is. And I imagine that being like Christ, the aroma of Christ, the God transforming us, him coming in and changing the water, changing our lives, changing the flavor of our lives, um, the the direction, what our lives look like entirely. Now, you can just leave it in there for a sec and it changes it a little bit. You know, you can maybe just go to church on Sunday, hear God's word preached and then not read your Bible again. And, you know, maybe you're going to have some bland tea, but God, I think, is after every crevice area of our lives and wants us to be steeping our lives with himself. And so I just imagine, gosh, what if we steeped our lives with God, with his word? And the other way I think of that analogy, I on the flip side, as God being the water and us being the tea bag and just, God, would you help me to just fully immerse myself into your word constantly? Would I just be steeped in your word so that I can't help but 
think of it all the time that you bring yourself to mind, you bring scripture to mind. The more that we are steeping ourselves in scripture and in God's word, spending time with him, studying his word, being with him, carving out time to just sit with him and be and rest and carving out time to study his word so we can learn about who he tells us that he is, so we can learn about him um, and so he can transform us. Gosh, I'm just, that analogy has been constantly going through my mind the last couple months as I've been drinking some good old tea. So would we fight to be men and women that steep ourselves in scripture? Because it is alive and active. It is God's actual word. So I am praying that this would be not a replacement by any means of your own study of the word, um, because I'm, we will barely um, scratch the surface on the passages we're reading. It'll just be quick thoughts and questions. So by no means, I pray that this does not replace your own time with Jesus and your own study of the word. But I'm hoping this is just a helpful add-on tool throughout your day. You're driving, you need a little refresher of God's word, a quick one. You just have a quick 10-minute drive. So not a replacement, um, but an add-on, a helpful, refreshing tool to have God's word spoken over you throughout your day at random parts of your day. So like I said, I won't get super deep into the passages each time. So please go on with your further study of the context of the passages, etc. But I'm praying that this will be a sweet, refreshing, helpful tool. And it's already been a blessing to me to get to like dive in and ponder these questions and pray about these questions too. So super excited to do this together and praying that it can be refreshing and just another space that can point you back to the Lord. So friends, go be bold and love big and we will see you next time.